the king of all media, Howard Stern, is set to possibly be signing a contract worth $600 million. And there's a story I read that came from Billboard that suggests that the radio idol is worth that money to Sirius XM. So let's go into the story what they say. That the deal would be $120 million a year, another five-year contract. Stern, age 66, is reaching the end of his five-year contract right now at the end of the year, which is worth an estimated $80 million a year. He was making $400 million for five years. And this is the, basically the kind of deal he's been doing since he went to Sirius XM. And again, I think, what, he's been there 15 years now? So, Billboard estimates he's worth $600 million over five years if Sirius XM is able to retain... 1.07 million or 3.1% of its current 34 million plus million subscribers. The break-even point where SiriusXM could recoup his money depends on a handful of factors such as annual cost, length of the contract, and the average average revenue per user, uh, so other, other things. So they feel like he's the major contributor of the 34 million subscribers. I don't know anybody that has SiriusXM in their car, honestly. Unless you have it because you have it as part of your new car, and that's why you have it. Otherwise, I don't know a lot of people that actually have the service. Just, I just don't. Maybe I just don't get enough people's cars to know. Anyways. So the key takeaways they make, make mention over here is this. The Sirius XM can pay more competitors because its gross margin percentage, 62%, is higher than the competitors that they have. And, stand, which is, and the standard and subscription service licensing deals. They just, you know, they just make more money, it looks like, I guess. What's good for SiriusXM is it's good for record labels, artists, publishers, and songwriters. SiriusXM pays a share of its revenue as royalties for performances of recordings and musical works. And it also helps break new artists and give a plat, gives a platform to legends. I thought TikTok does that. And the way bundled content works, Stern likely improves SiriusXM's perceived value for those for people who don't listen to him. So they think they think as long as Stern's there, SiriusXM has a certain levity and a certain standard that sets across the rest of their whole network. Okay. Now, one of the things that's being considered here is from Credit Suisse analyst Brian Russo. He says that if Stern did not sign the contract, regardless of where he goes. He believes that 15% of Stern's listeners are roughly 2.7 million subscribers. Is that really 15%? Really? So they think that the subscribers that he has right now <clears throat> is 15% of 2.7 million? Really? Let me put that on a calculator. How does that come possible like that? I don't know. I don't know if that really comes in. I'm going to do this really. I'm trying to do some quick thinking right here. So 2.7 million he said right if i put that in my calculator and i time it by plus 15 by times 0.15 percent four hundred five thousand. so okay i gotta do the other way around isn't it that's what it was okay <laughs> 2.7 million okay times 0.85 isn't that right if I put that into the calculator and I try to put that in, and trust me, I think somebody's going to probably tell me my math is completely wrong. So 85% of his audience, you know, I'm probably still doing this wrong, but okay. 
if I try to time it like by six or so, like that's what is about what one hundred five percent. So that means they say he has more than ten million subscribers. Is that basically the idea? Yeah. Okay. Two point seven million subscribers have a lifetime value of one point four billion dollars. So they think that everybody's going to say subscribe to him for the length of his contract. Okay. And another analyst for B. Riley says only a slow single digit percentage of respondents subscribe to XM solely because of him, which is the truth. We've learned that more, less than a third are even on the service because of Stern. So getting Stern's true value is a challenge when he represents a small, albeit important part of Sirius XM's programming. And Sirius has learned how to bundle content over the years by making mixing low-cost radio stations with expensive, exclusive deals for live sports leagues like Major League Baseball. Sirius, before its merger with XM, lured him from broadcast syndication in 2004 with a five-year, $500 million contract that began in 2006. Now, the production costs for the show come out of his payments. And then he started getting contracts that were worth 80 to $100 million a year as he dropped his work week from four to three days per week. And also the equivalent of $250 million in bonuses when SiriusXM hit specific subscriber targets. So Meyer says that I can look at every investor in the eye and tell them that Stern's a good investment for SiriusXM. Okay, fine. But you're talking about a guy that's 66 years old. What else can he possibly offer and you're going to have him into his 70s at the end of this contract. Having to do the same show. It's not like he can't do the same show. I'm not saying he can't, he's not capable of that. My point is, why do we want him doing the same show? It's not the same show anyway. And I don't think it's getting the kind of <clears throat> push it was before. But again, I guess it's just in a bubble. Sirius XM is in its own bubble. And people will listen to Howard and that's all there is to it. And they don't mind listening to him three days a week. There's just really he's got the erosion of an audience that's still there. So they said that 10 million listeners are still listening to him on a regular basis. And they think that's enough for them to go and say, okay, we're just going to keep him here. We'll keep paying him. We're going to still make our money. But then what happens is, you know, at any time, Sirius XM has to hope that they're going to be able to keep all their audience subscribing. Because I can still see people saying, you know, do I want to keep this for $5, $10 a month or more? I don't know. Again, it really depends because there could be other f sectors of SiriusXM could lose an audience, as a matter of fact. Because I think, for me, I don't know if there's a lot of young people that are listening to SiriusXM. And I don't have the numbers to prov provide for that. But I don't see satellite radio having a very young audience. I see it having an older audience because I don't see the appeal for younger listeners to subscribe to SiriusXM because they're streaming. I don't see them doing that at all. I don't think they're the kind that really like to have their music being selected for them. I like. I think they like kind of like to select their own music and listen to what they want. So I don't know if SiriusXM has the appeal like that unless they're bundling Pandora as part of it and adding it as a bonus. Maybe that's what they're doing, but to me, it doesn't sound like it's a great move. And it's not because I don't want Stern to not continue to keep working. If he wants to keep working, he feels good about it, great. But I'd rather him do something. It would be like a weekly format or bi-weekly format and do something like a podcast. I don't know if he really contributes enough to a live program anymore. That's the other thing. Like, is there a lot he's doing right now to talk about live coverage and live news? I don't know. Could his interviews could be, could the interviews be done and he could have them out there on demand? Sure. 
I think it would just be more viral if he did that. Because I, I can't tell you the last time I heard about an interview that he did that really stood out that people were talking about. The last one I heard about that really gave any kind of like coverage was Tom Brady. And I was like over a year ago. What else has he done as of late? I mean, I look quite a bit of entertainment news, not maybe like all the showbiz fluff, but really, has there been any interviews that have really got some, caught some headlines as of late? I haven't heard one. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a different spot. But again, you know, it's what it is. I just don't think it means much to him. And, you know, it's also very weird because he's doing a show from home. I don't think he's back in the studio yet, is he? So everybody's still kind of doing their own thing. And he doesn't have the studio people. He doesn't have that liveliness of the studio. So there's something there about that. I don't know at all. I haven't listened to him in a long time. I'll admit that too. But for me, I haven't tried to go looking for him. If I wanted to go buy a Sirius, I could do it, but I, I don't. And I don't like Sirius because of the fact that I can't put them on an app without them sucking up bandwidth when I try to listen to them. Or the fact that, you know, it's not easy for me to put it in my car. I used to have the receiver. And that was a mess trying to put that in there. Like, it really was a mess trying to go and hook that up. But I did it for a while, and, you know, I just got tired of it. I just didn't think it was that great. I, I was never completely sold on Sirius XM. You know, it's just, to me, I like Spotify better. But for Howard, I would like him to keep doing the interviews. I don't think him doing the daily grind of a morning show makes it much sense to me anymore. But I think him doing interviews and doing stuff where he can do commentary, and he can still do the same show, I just think it works better as a podcast. I don't know. Does the regular fluff of him talking to Richard or, you know, sound a stockbroker and things like that, does that still make much of a difference? I don't know. It just you know and the same whack packers does that still work i just think it would be nice to go and retool him and just do something where he's much more cut out some of the fat of what he does and take the good stuff but i guess i'm i'm completely wrong because you know he's doing a show that is still on live radio and people should listen to it so you know if serious wants to keep doing it i think it's a risk but they're probably gonna pay him now Part of the reason they want to do this as well is because the library of all his previous shows are up there, so he can they can run those all they want. So that is important for them to have. But again, it's just the access to the library. They don't have a control over the library. But the library has already been curated and put together so they can have it so people can listen to all past episodes, right? So a lot of his uh, previous episodes going back before SiriusXM. So that's what's important. So having the access to the library is also important for them so they can continue to use that. And they could keep repurposing it, so they have done that. I just think it's a lot of money. and they, Again, they're increasing the money as well, but that's all I'm saying. Now, the one thing they also make expl explanation here from Billboard is, but no music streaming service could use Stern as anything but a loss leader to sell other goods and services. As long as satellite radio is a stable business, he won't lose his crown. Well, he has to hope satellite radio sticks around. But again... It's not going to hurt him for the sign of the contract. It's on Sirius XM. And Howard Stern's not stupid not to take the money. Anyway, I'll leave it there. And I'll talk to you next time.